What's up, everybody? Welcome to Directly Yours Light, a Nintendo podcast. I'm your host, Adam Renard. I have not recorded in a while, um, which may not or be entirely the truth. I've recorded a couple episodes, but just didn't feel like they were ready for quite prime time. Um, and really, just it was good practice, but haven't been able to record and post it in a while. So here's hoping this is the one. It is the Thanksgiving holiday, and I am looking forward to so much And what I want to do is I want to talk today about something, though, that is very exciting or has been very exciting. We're getting to the end of the year. Most every game is out. And I want to look back and I want to start talking about things that I really enjoyed this year and use those as kind of jumping off points to um, kind of address something else. So... The first game I really want to talk with you guys about today is Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, The Black Order. A game that popped up on the Game Awards last year. It was a big surprise that Nintendo would be able to score not only an exclusive uh, third-party game, but an exclusive third-party game with an IP as big as Marvel. And so it is a big deal for Nintendo to have gotten that. I was really excited. And I'm going to be honest with you, that game did not let me down. I had a great time to the point where that game is currently in my top six most played Switch games. And I mean, we're talking since the very beginning of Switch. I mean, I've got, we've, Splatoon blows everything out of the water on our system because my son played so much of it. Uh, But additionally, we have Overcooked up there. Kathleen and I play that a ton. I have Zelda up there. We have Mario Kart up there. Arms is up there, which we we gotta we we gotta move that. Uh, but that's totally due to my son playing a ton of that game as well. But but the sixth game is Marvel Ultimate Alliance. We got that this year, and it found its way into our most played games. And I mean, just truthfully speaking, I got to play the entire experience initially cooperatively with my son and one of my best friends, Josh. And we had a blast just trying new characters, trying different characters, leveling up characters, having ones that we could rely on and ones that we would just kind of tinker with a little bit to to see what they played like. And just kind of messing around with building teams was so much fun. And the aesthetic of the game is based on the, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, as is most of the character selection. You can kind of tell just by looking at the cover, uh, including those Spider-Man and Miles Morales and um, Ghost Spider or Spider-Gwen, as she's called, depending on which place that you are. But all of these characters really laid a really great foundation for, you know, not only going with familiar characters from the movies and things, but also characters that if you pay attention to the MCU and all the kind of nerdy news and stuff that they're doing with it, these are really, they they put a lot of characters in there who are going to play a bigger role in the Marvel Universe. And uh, yeah, so we, we really liked what they did with this game and we played a ton of it. I mean, just it was it met my expectations and exceeded them i enjoyed all the bosses and all the worlds and all the different places that you could go and and now we have our first expansion and the first expansion 
is is kind of a, a roller coaster. It's got some ups. It's got some downs. Uh, I'm going to start with the downs so I can end on a high note and then lead into my next conversation. The the down part is I was really hoping for more story based content. I really really when they announced it was the Curse of the Vampire, I was really hoping we would actually get some, you know, Night Stalkery, Midnight Suns vampire stuff that we would be able to enjoy and continue to enjoy you know the cutscenes and some interactions between characters who may or may not really interact a ton in the the comics or in the movies and i mean that's what made the game so so fun just interacting with star lord and and wolverine and just characters you didn't see a ton so I was hoping for that, and that is not what came. We got an endurance gauntlet mode, which was all right, a little tedious at times, but a good way to kind of challenge yourself as a player, and and a new way to play the story mode. Uh, that that was at best, though, quick to play through. You weren't required to have every interaction. There weren't a ton of things to unlock or find. So it really was just a matter of playing it. And you could skip things and do things. And it was really there to earn credits to unlock the new costumes for characters. And that is a positive. I mean, I have enjoyed so much the, the, the costume content that they have added to Ultimate Alliance. Whether it be the Hulk, World War Hulk costume, which was amazing. And the Captain Marvel costume and the Spider Black Spider-Man costume and then in the DLC they added a Captain America costume and an Iron Man and a Black Panther and a Thor costume and it was just those costumes the changes the ones in the base game were kind of a disappointment just because they were color swaps these costumes are not color swaps and and they really speak to a nostalgic point uh, with Marvel characters and on top of that we got Blade who is, as you would expect, really awesome to use, really smooth, uh, fun character. A We got Moon Knight, which is Marvel's Batman. If you haven't heard of him, give it a couple of years. He's got a Disney Plus streaming uh, show coming and will likely be included in the movies down the line uh, in some way. We got Punisher. Punisher, who is amazing amazing i really enjoy kind of his move set and him being a character who can be far away but also has some things that are close combat but mostly he's a distance character and then morbius the living vampire and if you don't know who morbius the living vampire is he's predominantly a spider-man villain but in the 90s right when i was learning to read in comic books i've been very open about this comic books are the reason i know how to read morbius the living vampire was one of my favorite characters because when i was a kid i really liked werewolves and vampires and stuff and so to see a vampire character in a marvel comic really drew me in and I mean, you know, hindsight, if I went back, it probably wasn't like the greatest comic in the world. But for me as a kid, Morbius was such a cool character. I liked him so much. And so to actually have him in a video game in 2019 that I can play as him is really cool for me. Uh, when, you know, going back, it's a character I never thought they would add. And, and they did. And I like him a lot. He's, he's great. 
he's, he's a lot of fun to use. So that is where it really shines. And that is actually the conversation I want to lead into is DLC. We are in a point, folks, where there is so much cool DLC coming to games that we care about. And with with Ultimate Alliance, we still have an X-Men pack to come, and we have a Fantastic Four pack to come. And I, I do hope that we get some story content with both of those. If not, you know, I won't be too upset. I'll just play with the characters that are there and have fun with it. And it will be what it will be, but my hopes are for for story content. But we've got that. Um, Mario Maker 2, when, when the Play With Your Friends update came out and now you can join your friends online and find them and play with them that that's a really cool thing and sh- probably should have been there from the get-go but i think it delayed uh the the actual dlc plan for super mario maker 2 and i think that we will see it it will probably be early next year uh will, will it be too late uh perhaps i think some would definitely argue it would be but it'll still be nice to get some new stuff and hopefully they can use that to kind of roll out um and rekindle some of of the attention for this game especially if it is a new version of the game like if we got a super mario galaxy set where you could actually alter the gravity and build little planets for for mario to, uh, and luigi and peach and or not peach but toadette and toad to run around on that would be really cool uh or or a you know a game boy mario land set where you have vehicles or you know, something some fun stuff could really you know bring some attention back to that game and i really think that that's what it would take if they announce like a, a plan for rolling some content out because nintendo is notorious for sitting on on stuff nintendo is notorious for having games in in the uh, chamber ready to to release games that are finished and they're just putting them on the release schedule um so i think i think it, it could be a really good thing for for Mario Maker 2. On top of that, there there's the Fire Emblem DLC. Fire Emblem has uh, its own story content coming. They've done a couple of packs to this point, I think three, where it's been mostly costume content, the ability to recruit some characters who are in the game or were in the game, and you could get those characters and they would be added to your team and it was just kind of a different way to play i know the professor got glasses there were some new uh side missions that could be completed and that's cool um one that i'm excited about is luigi's mansion is supposedly getting some dlc the there was a rumor um i saw pop up on nintendo life and a couple other game sites or nintendo based sites that were reporting that in an interview they had said that there was dlc coming to luigi's mansion mostly in the form of multiplayer stuff which i'm totally okay with i think i think the the multiplayer in that game is a lot of fun and the just ability to do things in co-op is good. So I think if you can push that more, I don't think that's a bad thing. So all of that coming, we've got one more fighter. At this point, we don't know who that fighter is. The presumption is that it will get announced at the Game Awards, which would be and could be pretty cool. 
Uh, I have hopes, but I'm not even going to wager a guess. And we know that there is more coming for that game afterwards. They announced that this year. So there's there's just a lot of good content coming to games that Nintendo released this year that that keeps them exciting and keeps people going with them. And, I mean, the, the beauty of the Switch right now, truly, is just the fact that for the first time in a long time, I am not chomping at the bit for the next game. I, I'm excited about Fire Emblem. I, there are a lot of Metroid rumors out there. There are a lot of Pikmin rumors out there. And and if any of that stuff got announced, I would go gaga. I would be very, very excited about all of those things. The When's the next Breath of the Wild sequel coming out? And when is, you know, are we going to see another 3D Mario or, or not? What else do they have up their sleeve? And I know Animal Crossing is coming in March. I've got mine pre-ordered and I am excited about it because my family and I will play that game a ton. But it's nice to have things that keep the games going, that keep the games strong, that are out there, that we can enjoy as fans. And I hope that that you are excited about that DLC too. I hope you don't finish it so fast that you don't have an, the option to, to, you know, truly take the game in at, at a good pace. But, you know, everybody plays games differently. I you know enjoy it enjoy what you're playing uh it's thanksgiving time it's almost the holidays this is the time i know i get to to put all my work down for a little bit enjoy some games and my family and and everything that goes with that and i hope that you get to as well enjoy it make the most of it and have fun playing nintendo games thanks for listening bye